it was from one extreme to the other. It was just like five views to 500 views. And I was like, whoa, people like me. This is weird. Especially when there's like a, a fan base and, and people started to make like photo edits of me. I'm like, I feel special. Like somebody, like it's so crazy to think about that someone actually goes out of their way to look at content I made and then are like, I really vibe with you. I like you. Like I'm a fan. Like it's, it's crazy to me. Today on the show, we are joined with actress and YouTube sensation, Lindsay Ivan. You may know her from formerly being a host on one of Canada's biggest YouTube channels, Most Amazing Top 10, where I personally got to work with her. And right now she's doing so much awesome stuff from recently wrapping up in a role in her first full-length film to kicking ass with her own YouTube channel and even getting into the business of thrifting clothes. She is so hardworking, and this is just such a fun talk and beyond the good vibes. There's a lot of topics and substance to this interview beyond diving into her story. We dig in the nitty-gritty of both her life as an actress and a prevalent face on YouTube, how they cross over, and even her journey of embracing her comedic side, which, if you ever met Lindsay, it's all laughs, and it's so cool when somebody can find their natural abilities and translate it onto screen or their art form. I truly believe that's when magic starts happening for an artist, an entertainer, an author. We, the, we can go down the list of everything. But that's all I gotta say for an intro. And I just wanna dedicate this episode to anybody who is out there grinding, trying to turn their love and passions into a full-time job. I think you're gonna get a lot of this interview today. But without further ado, here's Lindsay Ivan. <laughs> what up? Great. So awesome to see you. Oh, finally. Jeez, it's been too long. Yeah, it's been a while. But fuck, <laughs> you're in you're in front of the iconic Lindsay Ivan set, which is I amazing. Yeah. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thanks for uh uh, wanting to spend some time with me today it's so fucking cool to have you on this thing finally it's been a long time coming and uh you've always been coming. in mind since i met you to be on the show and uh yeah yeah so how are you it's, doing today it's uh it's it's busy it's hectic um i have to go home to scarborough in a bit uh because on saturday and sunday i have two markets that i do because now i do vintage reselling as well so I do a lot of like pop-ups and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's so badass too. And like, yeah, like you can see like from your background, like you're really into like the vintage stuff and yes, everything. And thrifting. I see like everything is thrifted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even like in your Insta stories too, I see you just killing it with these markets and and like this is kind of a new thing over the last year, right? For you, like to do the markets mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, like I've always sold online. So I have like an online, I have two websites that I use to sell. But then I had a friend reach out to me and was just like, you want to start doing markets? And I was like, so scared. I was like, I don't know, can I just like little old me standing there? But uh, it's less intimidating than I thought it would be. Like, I just have a good time chatting with people talking about vintage clothes and it pays the bills. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, especially like, it's fun when you can 
like find something that's a job but it's something you also love like it doesn't feel like work when you exactly go like to it's every day. so much fun I love going out and like sourcing it and then like it sounds weird but I'm like I love doing the laundry <laughs> like I'm like oh there's a stain I'll get that out I'll scrub it I know <laughs> oh I need you to come I over I, I got a big pile for you <laughs> oh god uh, I can only imagine no thing <laughs> oh that's awesome though no, but uh even even I think it's so cool that you're really into uh all this like classic nostalgia stuff even to the point where when I first met you you always like had a little little hint of that too to the point where I thought you were much older than you actually are really yeah just like and it's not like a look wise it's just like it feels like you're like an older soul in a way oh, and just cool. like okay make like okay. a 90s reference and you're the only one who laughs and everybody's like what the fuck's <laughs> this old dude talking about <laughs> like shit like that but uh yeah, I just kind of want to know like uh how did you like kind of fall in love with uh like this older nostalgia because it's not even 90s like I can tell by like the stuff you're you're uh, selling on the thrift store and stuff that it's like even goes further behind that and from yeah, your records on the wall everything literally yeah. <laughs> it's anything that's like super cool um it's so weird I started because I wanted a little side hustle in like 2019 I think I, I graduated college and I was like hmm I have all these clothes sitting around that I'm not wearing and I don't want to just donate it because like I know some of it is worth money so I started just like listing it online and I'm like, people like my style. And I, I always loved thrifting, especially the like sustainability aspect of it too, because fast fashion is literally destroying the world. Mm. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, so yeah, it's just more sustainable to shop secondhand and to make that available for people that maybe they go out to the thrift stores and they don't find anything like cool or they don't have thrift stores or many thrift stores around them so I just made it accessible for them online and I was like oh people actually vibe with this they like my style they like the things that I'm picking up this is cool and then uh I never really experimented with my style I always wore just like leggings and like a basic t-shirt and I'm like I love wearing this stuff too so I mean not now I'm just wearing like a basic black shirt but I normally wear like an old band tee or like cool denim jacket that's like embroidered has like the mickey mouse gang on the back like hell yeah kind yeah, of my you, identity now <laughs> yeah yeah you got you got the swag and it, it fits you well and like matches the personality it's really cool and even like it's interesting that you mentioned to uh there's um i didn't even think of this like uh just kind of like the reselling and how conscious that is to um just everything you know like we're mm. we're continuing to make stuff that turns into garbage and that's something like I haven't even thought of about like when I see like a thrift store and stuff like that so you kind of made me just totally appreciate it on another level than it, this is just cool nostalgic shit you know yeah yeah and plus I don't know about you but I find that thrifted like denim or t-shirts they last so much longer because right now they're they're like mass like stores are mass producing stuff so the quality is cheap 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 and that's why it ends up in the landfill because it rips mm. like the threads come undone but just like the old denim the old shirts it lasts so long and nowadays it's like it's literally like crappy material that stuff is being made out of and it's being sold for way too much and then people just end up throwing it out or it goes in the landfill 
so yeah that's I just, so facts too like yeah that's another thing that's i haven't facts. thought about yeah <laughs> you know with the hard stuff but like seriously like over this past year i bought like a new jacket and it like ripped and i still have like this old jacket i bought like a decade ago from a thrift store so i don't know mm -hmm. how old this jacket actually is and it's still yeah. strong like you can shoot it with a bullet and like i'll be fine you know <laughs> it's like amazing oh my gosh I should use that as my branding slogan. You can shoot my clothes with a bullet. We'll be fine. You're yeah, good. yeah. You'll be safe in these streets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So. So mm -hmm. cool. Even um, I think the other week you posted like a thing of your shop, and I remember seeing like a uh, Kool Aid tea, and I'm like, that looks pretty cool. Oh, I should go yeah. see uh, Lindsay. And then I swear, like an hour later or something, you reposted something somebody else shared and they bought the kool-aid tea i'm like that bitch yeah. <laughs> like you got my tea that literally that went so fast like oh, like oh yeah yeah and they just grabbed it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> who wouldn't grab that i know cool. i told her when she bought it i'm like you have to go and say oh yeah and she did she ran up to her boyfriend she's like look what i bought <laughs> oh yeah and i'm like thank you you literally just made my life <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick and um yeah, like initially I met you at uh, Most Amazing, which uh, for people who are listening to this who don't know what that is, it's actually like, it's, yeah, <laughs> I know you're not there anymore, but it is one, one of the biggest um, YouTube channels in Canada. And mm -hmm. this kind of like sparked your path of like doing your own YouTube stuff. And yeah, I kind of want to sure. know your beginning origins of how you got into the, all this because i jumped in and met you when you were already killing it and just oh, had your you. groove and everything and your fan base and i don't know the beginning story of the Lindsay. beginning oh sean oh yeah. so fun fact i almost didn't show up to the audition so my life would be completely different now but i saw it on like a casting call website because like I, I act like my main passion is like acting and I want to do film and television. YouTube's like odds off to the side. Um, and so I saw the casting call and I didn't know what exactly it was going to be. I thought like maybe I'm doing a couple of videos. I didn't realize it would literally be nine to five, like full-time job Monday to Friday. So I almost didn't uh, take the telephone interview because I had a telephone interview first. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, I don't like, I used to be so anxious. I was like, I don't want to talk on the phone, yeah. but I did it. And then, uh, they brought me in for an audition. I had something that I prepared that I wrote and I prepared. And, um, like I had a trial day of, of two days and then they hired me after those two days. And it was so intimidating being on the channel. Cause I was with all these hosts that like knew each other and they were killing it. They had a high following and I remember the first couple of videos that I did, I, I did so bad. And even the comments were like, who is this chick? And like, the lighting looked terrible on me. Like I looked so pale and I was like, <laughs> oh no. And I remember saying something about scary movies. I was like, oh, I love scary movies, but I don't like being scared. And everyone in the comments was roasting me. They're like, why is she on a scary channel? She doesn't like being scared. I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna fire me. Oh damn. Um, but I kind of just like, stuck with it I got faster at scripting and researching I kind of got in like a groove I got way more comfortable on camera and I always had my personal YouTube channel but uh I would only post like sketch comedy and it was like 
it was pretty crappy. Like it was really crappy quality. <laughs> I was editing on like Windows Live Movie Maker. Like it was not good. That's how I learned to edit too. Like just doing yeah. shitty comedy skits as well. I feel like, like everyone in the yeah. in the entertainment industry starts off that way. It's, yeah. I mean, I look back at it and I laugh, and I'm yeah. like, this is how far I've come. But I remember people found my channel because they were just googling my name and they were commenting on my old videos like is this the new host question mark i'm like oh i got private these <laughs> oh yeah 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 and the very first video that i did like professionally was just a q a on my channel because people wanted to get to know me as a host and that's when i kind of brought in my following because they're like oh she's actually cool she's not so nervous and she's funny and then everything just kind of like snowballed i got more comfortable i kind of found myself on the camera and then um i started posting on my own channel and it's growing like crazy now yeah that's that's got to be a wild transition as well um from just kind of do like you mentioned just doing your own little comedy thing and maybe a couple people like see it like your friends and then all of a sudden you're on like a channel with nine million plus subscribers like there's no like what's the the middle like to ease yeah you in? It's like you're it just literally, in the it literally was and... just yeah it was from one extreme to the other it was just like five views to 500 views and i was like whoa people like me this is weird especially when there's like a, a fan base and and people started to make like photo edits of me i'm like I feel special like somebody like it's so crazy to think about that someone actually goes out of their way to look at content i made and then are like, I really vibe with you. I like you. Like, I'm a fan. Like, it's it's crazy to me to think about. Yeah, there was like a lot of like diehards and like it, it was crazy. Like to the way like they would have like a Lindsay Ivan fan account and somebody would yeah. post every day like a photo of yeah. you that's like all edited and they had it for like There's, all like, the three other posts. Of them. And, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's insane even i noticed like sometimes i go for a coffee with like johnny or jared or the boys and then i get like tagged in the story and then a bunch of these people are like oh who's john and, like blah, blah, blah. like they want to like know like all their <laughs> layers of your life with. and yeah yeah i know jen yeah. used to get that a lot too another uh editor and great photographer and everything but yeah, it, yeah every time i i post a photo that jen took of me she gets a bunch of followers too which is amazing because she needs to blow up. She's so talented. Oh yeah, she's the best. I love her so much. Yeah. yeah. But it's crazy. People are like, who are you with? So I'm I'm also like very cautious who I tag. Like I'm keeping my relationship private. Like, like yeah, no you you I think you you have to. Um, because especially like again, like at the end of the day, you don't really know these people. Some might be like super genuine. And I know like a lot of you guys like um it's, it goes like both ways like it's like a lot of like just genuine love and then sometimes you get like some creepy stuff like I heard stories of like stalkers like trying to hunt people down like oh my god it's so crazy to think about like just being in front of that many people when mm -hmm. you get them all you know like right across the spectrum yeah you get the love you get the hate and you get the crazies <laughs> yeah <laughs> to the point like uh I think on your channel too you did like uh some reactions to different comments and like thirsty shit which is fun like what what where can uh, people like find your channel if they haven't heard of this so you literally can just search my name lindsay ivan i'm sure you'll put something on the screen or i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um yeah you can just 
search my name on 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 Google. I'm Googleable, which is cool because uh, usually when you like back in the day when you used to Google me, uh, a British art dealer named Ivan Lindsay would pop up. Fine <laughs> so, gentleman. But now I have Ivan. my own page, which was actually funny because um, when you Googled my name, some of his photos would pop up and some of mine, but it had his age. And it was like 50 something. So somebody DM me and they're like, oh my God, Lindsay, you look so good for a 50 year old. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Wrong person, wrong person. Yeah. Uh, and again, you're into like, you got like records from like the 70s behind yeah, you. Yeah, they're like, yeah, she's 50. Out. Yeah. <laughs> this must be the same person. Uh, excuse me? No. Like what, what water am I drinking? Yeah, definitely. Do you find like, because uh, obviously, like around this too, you are an actress. And do you mm-hmm. find like your experience of the whole YouTube thing is helping you um, with auditions or even like getting roles and stuff like that? It's it's interesting because I just recently told my agent about my following. So she was kind of in the dark. I was actually nervous to tell her. I'm like, will this blow my chances? Um, so it's it's tricky because I know sometimes uh, like companies or that do like commercials, they don't want someone that already has something associated with them. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. But then I see casting calls where it's like looking for content creators, looking Mm -hmm. for TikTok users. So those ones specifically help me out because I say, Hey, I have a huge TikTok following. I'm familiar with the app. Yes, I can create content. But I've, and I've had a couple people reach out to me and be like, would you be interested in auditioning for this role? But other than that, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of neutral. I think more so it helps me look more professional. If I have someone looking at my profile and they see that I have a high following and on my Instagram, it says that I'm an actor. They're like, oh, okay. She's been in stuff. Like she got a good following. Yeah, I can even imagine like if I was like an independent filmmaker and I even wanted to get my film out like and branch beyond whatever my circumference of following is, mm-hmm. it'd be like such a good asset to have people like you who have that fan base and loyalty behind you because you got people who watch your stuff who are going to watch everything you do and like mm-hmm, i'm sure mm-hmm. if it like a movie came out uh, like they're going to buy a ticket to it you know or like watch like the series or anything like that yeah for sure like i i just filmed a couple months ago i filmed my very first movie which was a huge and exciting experience Yay. <laughs> thank, <laughs> you, thank you And I posted a story being like, I'm so excited. I'm on set. This is my first movie. And I still, to this day, I get fans being like, when's the movie coming out? I saw Mm -hmm. your post. I want to see it. And I'm like, it's still in process. Like, it's going to be like a year until we all see it. But yeah, they want, they definitely want to see the content that I'm in, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah, that's so exciting. And yeah, I, I get a lot of directors in these segments as well, too. And sometimes it's crazy where they'll have the movie done. But then um, they'll get in like bidding wars of different publishers, like wanting to sell it. And then sometimes it takes like another year. So finally, like their movie comes out and it's like to them, it's like three years old. But for us, it's like brand new. So I hope uh, we get to see uh, the Lindsay debut uh, sooner than later, you know? Heck yeah, same. But I don't know. Maybe I'm 30 when it comes out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You never know. 30's not that bad. You just get a little grayer. 
<laughs> get a little gray. I have like a walking cane. I'm walking down the red carpet. Uh, when I was young, I filmed this. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you've been in like um a few like series as well, right? Yes, <laughs> I've done a couple like uh, web series. I've done a couple like TV show pilots kind of thing. So mm -hmm. just whatever I, I get, I take and and hopefully it opens up to something something bigger. Yeah, that's cool. I think uh, the one fun thing um, when I was uh, working with you on these YouTube videos, even before I uh, met you, was just <laughs> your your spirit and humor. I remember just like. <laughs> Like I would like for people like listening to like I used to edit for most amazing and I remember my first week um, just getting random videos of different hosts and stuff and yours was one of the first one where I was just sitting at my desk I didn't even meet you yet and I was just like laughing like we had like such the same like humor to the point I felt like uh, my editing would also match that in a way and like timing and stuff and like I think some of my best videos there was like your videos just because it we had like some like weird synchronicity with our silliness <laughs> we you know did. Yeah, it it's amazing. so crazy we're literally yeah. on the same wavelength because yeah I haven't even met like I hadn't even met you I knew you were like Johnny's friend and you were kind of like quiet in the corner room by yourself and I remember seeing one video that you edited and it had me in tears. Yeah. It had me in tears. I was telling everyone, I'm like, guys, Sean is amazing. Like yeah. I was hyping you up. And then I remember going up to you and I was just like, really good job in the video. It made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was so nervous to talk to you. I was like, the same way with you too. Laughing. I'm like, oh, it's the funny girl. <laughs> That's so funny to hear like you're, you're oh man. Um, even but I feel like so. Like that happened. I remember you like kind of hyping me up and people were having like a bit of a tug of war of me being their editor, but I couldn't be that funny with everybody. You know, it was no, like, um, yeah, it was like this weird, like chemistry we had with just like the way you would deliver lines and the way I would just like cut things. It's something weird that I've never like thought about in my life until <laughs> like that. So like, I can, like, I always hear like, um, with like different directors, like a Tarantino, he always has like the same editor or whatever. It's almost yeah, like, yeah. I think some people have that idea to like a link of somebody who can do the technical stuff and it just makes magic and everything almost to the point yeah. where I, I wish I wasn't so busy all the time. I feel like we like just this conversation, we should be making shit, you know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, where's I'm like, my where's time? Start editing videos for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I wish I could blast. Yeah. I also feel bad. I feel like um, I tried to edit videos for some people and um, it's just like the way my life is right now. It's just no time. Uh, to put mm. my full effort into it almost in a weird way where every time I try to do something where I'm helping something just like it's almost like the universe like to get like super spacey like causes something that almost tells me you're not supposed to be like I don't know on the side you're supposed to be leading things because every time I'm like trying to be like in the background doing something for somebody it just doesn't work out it's not because I can't do the job just something will happen like in life or like I'll get yeah. this opportunity right away where it'll suck out all my time and like this has been a consistent thing for years like the past like three years where it just pulls me away and even to the point of like I think about like getting let go from most amazing too like I look mm -hmm. on it like on paper and I'm like this doesn't make sense why did you let me go but at the same time I'm like hey this is totally meant to be like I'm supposed yeah. to like I, I was like kind of like stifling um 
I don't know my spirit of what my strengths are just kind of being on the side and not being a leader in a way if that makes sense you know no no that makes sense that makes sense that was for me like so I I quit on my own terms and I was very nervous doing so I was like what if I can't make rent because I, I was couldn't just gonna rely on like my own channel and my thrifting business you know yeah so I couldn't even I imagine so your position because even on top of that too it's like um you have all these people who watch you every day who are on yeah. these channels too so yeah this is really interesting I totally want to hear like your whole perspective <laughs> of this like yeah I was just I was so nervous because yeah I have such a loyal fan base I'm like are people gonna unfollow me are they gonna be like uninterested like oh you're not on the channel anymore but I just kind of like, I, I took a leap of faith and everything just lined up perfectly. Mm -hmm. And I just, my mind is blown. And I have people like still to this day finding my channel and being like, um, who are these new hosts? We want you back. Or they do like marathon videos. So they see me and they get confused. They're like, are you back? I'm like, no, those are just like old videos. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it all worked out like I've had other like I've had companies reach out to me and I do like little gigs on the side and I work for other companies. So I'm just hustling. I'm working for I'm working a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything kind of just like lined up. I just it's just so busy. Like you say, when one opportunity presents itself, there's like a million other presents itself. It's like, whoa, 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 slow down. Let me focus on one thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it also helps that you're such a hard worker. Um, even I noticed like when we work together, you would just like crush these scripts. And at the same time, like a few few times a week, you'd go out for like auditions and stuff. You're always yeah. uh, hustling. And uh, that's, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, uh, they want to do things in their life. They want to follow their dreams, but they're not putting in the work. They kind of yeah. think it can happen overnight because they see yeah. some random like we live in such like a weird time with like youtube and like all these like tiktoks where there is like overnight success there is yeah it's like almost like winning the lottery and i also notice like a lot of those like one hit wonders for a, a bit they don't last you know because they don't mm -hmm. have the work ethic or they can't like i don't know not conditioned to keep it going you know where i feel like I don't know you just you just built like such a strong foundation where to your core it seems like you're always hustling whether whether it's the thrifting or going out to auditions and even like your channel is consistent it's like so much at the same time yes it's a lot I feel like it's I feel like my mom instilled that in me because she's just like she she works a lot so mm -hmm. a part of it was also because I have two older brothers and both of them have like traditional jobs and I was the mm -hmm. one that like went on the like artsy thing yeah you're the <laughs> and, weirdo like, of the family have, yeah I feel like, that too I relate yeah, yeah they have benefits they have like vacation days and I'm here like <laughs> I just set my own hours which yeah. made them nervous so it was kind of mm -hmm. like I gotta prove to them that I can do this and it was the same thing when I like moved out to my little place here I had to, like, they were so nervous. I had to prove to them that I could do it, that, like, I was capable living on my own and I worked my bum off for them. And that translated to, to here, to online as well. Definitely. I feel like I had a similar experience with my family as well, too, because, like, what we do is so untraditional. And when people just kind of have a nine to five and that's, like, what they know 
is how you live and then all of a sudden like you just want to like do youtube videos or i'm like moving to toronto with like a camcorder like i'm gonna make it <laughs> like, like they're gonna get worried and i feel like one thing like in the early days i felt like um almost to the point where i'm like oh nobody believes in me type of thing but now like with like a lot of perspective i it's kind of like out of love of, of yeah, them like not is. understanding and being worried in a way too and um almost like you mentioned you had to prove to them and I felt like yeah. the same and even like it was funny like with the podcast thing like everybody's just like oh it's just like Sean's playing radio like <laughs> I don't know what a podcast is he's not literally, on literally like, the camera again yeah. yeah and then finally it was like a couple of years ago uh I did an interview like and I was getting like big names around them but it was like people like my family didn't know because they're just not from like that generation like I'm talking to like yeah. people I grew up listening to then all of a sudden I did one interview with uh Kim Mitchell and then all of a sudden my mom and dad they're just like oh my god Sean had like Kim Mitchell and like telling like all their like older friends are like oh that's crazy like how did that oh. happen I'm like oh my god that's literally 10 years at this shit. yes that's literally the same as me because I was yeah. acting I was going on like sets and my dad was just like oh she's a little actor and then I was on the handmaid's tale and he yeah. actually watched that show so he was freaking out and that's when he was telling all his friends he's like yeah my daughter's an actor yeah. uh, she's on the handmaid's tale it was so funny because he drove me to set and he's like, so like, do you want me to stay? You want me to stick around? Because he wanted to, to meet the cast. I'm like, oh, no, that's dad, amazing. you can't come with me. Uh, he was so excited. And then we watched the episode together and it was, it was a cute bonding moment. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's nice, but it's, it's so funny too, how it just takes something like that. You, like you could be killing it with like things they're just out of touch with they and, just don't know yeah. yeah they're just like oh yeah yeah you're just going out playing pretend and when are you gonna get a real job at the factory like, around the corner well still when when my parents like tell other people what I do for a living like when their friends ask my my mom goes oh she does the YouTubes yeah she she makes <laughs> videos like she has trouble explaining like mom you're making me sound like a little kid Stop. Yes. <laughs> yes same with like I'm in my 30s and my mom says the same thing like the YouTubes and the yeah all the YouTubes <laughs> yeah, yeah she oh, films man. and and she goes it's it's crazy how she adds like these pop-ups and images and it's really funny what she does she does not explain it <laughs> yeah 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 pop-ups and the images that's what I do <laughs> yeah it's so interesting but like it's it's kind of charming too like uh, just the different perspectives of generations because even like it's yeah. it's crazy how like things just changed so fast and like I'm a bit older than you and I remember like just I have vivid memories of the 90s and it feels like another universe like I dreamed it you know and then it's all so of a sudden like high speed internet hit and this everything is upside down like yeah like when I grew up we didn't really have internet we just mm -hmm. had those like remember when you bought like cheerios or rice krispies and those discs came in the yeah. little games like freddy <laughs> fish jam sam that that was my entertainment playing freddy fish over and over again and having it a different bad guy each time like that's what we did and then like a couple years later it's like oh we have this and i remember like msn for hotmail mm. and talking on there 
and then we had blackberries and bbm and now it's like oh iphones and iMessage. i'm like whoa settle down like i feel sorry for kids these days like a lot of people say that but i my life would be so different if i grew up with like an ipad or iphone like no i i spent most of my day outside playing and it was so much fun and now it's all like indoors and yeah. online yeah and i definitely like noticed like when I ha when I think of those memories, it's like an energy shift that happened too. And even like yeah. I'm so conditioned to my phone now too. Almost like it feels like I've had it since I was like an infant. You know, it's like you're so attached to it, almost like unconsciously. Like even like you don't even have to think anymore. <laughs> like if, yeah, if you don't know something, <laughs> you just pull it out of your pocket. Where I guess there's pros and cons to that, but there's always like fun. Like back in the day, like the schoolyard talk, where somebody would just tell you like this epic lie, and you couldn't even like fact check them. And you then... couldn't even like look it up. You're like you have a dictionary. You're like, hmm, what does this word mean? <laughs> like... Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird how fast times change too. Mm -hmm. But like yeah. that's why I like holding on to like the nostalgic stuff because it's it was such a good time. <laughs> yeah it's even like uh it's like refreshing to see like all that in your background and stuff even like most people like um who uh listen like only like listen to the show on spotify too oh, but yeah. i want to let people know i do post these on youtube now i've been doing it for the past year and uh yeah go check it out i know like people get into their habits of like putting it on during their commute too but even if you don't want to watch it hit the subscribe button help help yeah. brother out, you know see what i look like see what my background looks like so you know what we're talking about yeah it's very <laughs> colorful <laughs> i'm waving right now yeah. <laughs> hi apartment. people yeah. <laughs> people that are listening you're missing out <laughs> hell yeah yeah well i'm really excited to see this movie whenever it comes out definitely I'm going to be a day one or I hope it ends up like in a festival or something like that. That's cause... what they're aiming for. They're, oh, yeah. So the director that did it, his movies always get into TIFF. So I'm like, that is a dream if I could be mm. walking the carpet at TIFF and have my movie in there. And like the role that I played. So it's a, it's a I can't say a lot about it, but yeah. it was, it's like a, a serious drama action. And my scene, I was the comedic relief. And so I nice. think the contrast in the film is going to be absolutely hilarious. And I, and the director was literally like just improv. So we, I had the script and like, I was just improving and he was, he was filming it. So he was dying of laughter. Um, so I was like, it was like, it was good. You know, it's like, I made the director laugh and they're like, you killed it. I'm like, hopefully we can work together again. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect too. Even, oh, that's amazing too, that he gave you that freedom. Cause I feel like from mm -hmm. my experience of seeing you work, that's where you really shine when you get to be like, yeah. kind of just loosen up and be you. And also like, just not have any restraints to on your silliness you know because it's like it's natural and it's legit like just you're just so funny I know like we're even <laughs> talking about like a lot of like more like serious stuff during this interview but you guys got to check out Lindsay's channel and just like see her just riff on shit it's the best it's it's one thing uh I miss about like editing those videos thank you thank you yeah it was weird because I used to suck at improv and I think it was just confidence level like I was like oh I'm not good at this I don't know what to say and I was so focused on saying things to make people laugh and then I was like I'm literally just gonna be myself screw it and that's when all these you find these like good moments it's just literally being yourself so it's so mm -hmm. much about confidence yeah definitely definitely 
Oh, and another thing I'm thinking of too, uh, why I thought you were a bit older as well is because you're such a big fan of Adam Sandler. And he was such, <laughs> he was like, Yo, Sean, I'm about to go off. Stop. I literally yeah, spend the go. next like, two hours talking about him. <laughs> he is in Toronto and I have not run into him. And I am, everyone is meeting him. Like my friend was just like, oh yeah, he pulled up at a basketball court and started playing with us. I'm like, you didn't think to let me know that he was there. I would have, I, I can't play basketball. I would have been there like, hey, yo, <laughs> what's up, Adam? <laughs> yeah, like the three-pointer touchdown aren't you supposed to be the water boy (laughs) oh my god i literally would just be i'm like the sandman like i would just be cracking jokes (laughs) you need to have him on here you gotta gotta be amazing that's a tough one but yeah anything's possible i've had some fucking things that i thought was my heart is beating right now as soon as you said adam sandler my heart is beating do you remember your earliest memory of like um like seeing him oh, yeah. in a movie or like which, which movie was yeah. it? So so because I have told two older brothers, every time we went on a road trip, we would watch um The Longest Yard and that was a more serious Amazing. one, right? Yeah. So I, Classic. I wasn't really into it. There was like now looking back, I'm like that's a genius film. Like it's hilarious, it's sad, it's you know um, and then we also watch Mr. Deeds, and it's really funny because that there was a scene where he pulls out his like black foot. No, that scarred me for life. So I was yeah. terrified. It was scary. And I remember being scared of that movie because <laughs> of that scene. Um, and then as I got older, I watched Just Go With It, and I just that movie is to this day one of my favorites. I have seen it too many times. Every time I meet someone that hasn't seen it, I'm like, okay, we're watching it together because it's so funny. I literally can quote it. And I think I relate to him because our humor is kind of like kind of the same. Like, I'm not funny. No, like I it's very quick-witted. Uh, some people don't get it right away. He makes a lot of mm. references to other things, and that's what I do. So I find that he's just he's so funny. He's just a genius. So Adam, oh, hit me up. <laughs> that's amazing. And now that you you break it down like that too, I do see the influence even more in you too. And that that's probably why you made me like laugh my ass off of my computer because <laughs> back in the day he was my guy as well. Like uh, even right? I have like vivid memories. It was like kind of like late '90s when I was just like a preteen, like even like probably like nine years old around then. Um, it was like prior to like watching like YouTube, the some of the biggest comedy things were Adam Sandler. Every year he would release a CD and it would be yes, half sketches would. and half songs. And uh, I'm trying to thrift them. Yeah, <laughs> I found go. some of his comedy specials, but that's one of my goals. I literally, yeah, I have. I have some. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. What yeah. was it so interesting too is like those CDs were made for adults, but it was almost like a weird, like, is this is like pre-viral stuff where people would like like tape the the CDs and share them around the schoolyard, like don't show your parents oh, this. Yeah. And like it was <laughs> it was like you'd have to like hide and listen to it. And I just remember uh me and my friend like up in his room, like locking the door and like listening to that piece of shit car song and stuff like that. <laughs> and like just dying laughing like and probably not even getting like all the references because it was like so adult. Oh, no. But that was just like the thing to do when you were like a kid in my generation. 
literally he's so funny and how he does those like different voices and characters i find myself doing that where he he talks like this and then i, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do that yeah. i'm like oh my god i didn't even yeah. realize yeah i was gonna say it's just like probably like became like an unconscious thing to you and everything uh, have you ever done improv or uh, want to do improv like beyond like being on a set where they tell you to be a little free I would, but... I would love that um so when I was in school I was at George Brown College for a two-year acting program we had improv classes for two semesters and like I said I was not good at it at all I actually dreaded going to class because I would just compare myself to others and I'm like this is cringy you know and then I actually taught drama, uh, like classes to kids. Like they were like, they were like eight to 12. So like a decent range. And I would have fun because I realized that there's no one there to judge me. Like these little kids aren't going to judge me. So I would go up and I would do scenes with them and it would be hilarious. I would work off them. And then I realized, okay, I'm actually good at this. And then I think my my most recent and like, I guess, professional experience would be in that movie, just doing improv and realizing that the director loves it. And a lot of YouTube is also improv too, because you see a funny image or you, you watch a video and then you react to it. So all that on the spot is just off the top of my head. So. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where it probably just becomes like, I don't know, like muscle memory where you just get in the zone and you're yes. not to the point where you're not overthinking it you feel like at the beginning you were overthinking like exactly. every yes. word you were saying and now it's just i'm just gonna flow and it just works somehow in a way whatever happens happens literally literally that it's like i become a different person i'm like cameras on okay let's react <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and um even we kept mentioning this film set you've been on to did you learn anything new about yourself from being on a, a bigger film that's so interesting. Hmm. I realized or anything that made you like to? step out of your own box and stuff. I think he was just doing that improv scene and having yeah. everyone like love it. I was like, this is something I good I'm good at. And I realized that comedy is really my strong suit. And that's one of my goals is to be in a sitcom show, kind of like friends, or to be in a movie directed by Adam Sandler preferably um hell yeah <laughs> but I really think that comedy is my strength and I realized that this character was very like ditzy and the opposite of me but I brought a little bit of Lindsay into the character and now I do that to every character and it makes it more authentic like bring a little bit of you how can you relate to this character and that's when you 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 embody it and you become the character um, because there's some truth behind it because there's a little bit of you in there hell yeah that's cool even like you <laughs> think of like all like the the biggest actors and actresses they they do that and it's something I don't think mm -hmm. about a lot too like if you watch like a movie with Christopher Walken for example like he always has like Christopher Walken <laughs> like he just yeah he just leans into that <laughs> that cadence and he can be playing a bad guy yeah. a good guy but there's like Literally. little things of him he can put into that and yeah I think that's gold that you found that in that comfortability and just uh confidence to do that that's great news like sky's the limit for you Lindsay I'm so excited to see for real just like uh 
wherever your career goes, you know, this is, this is an exciting time for you. Yes, it is. Thank you. It is definitely, yeah, I'm definitely getting more <clears throat> opportunity and I'm so grateful for it. Like I'm so busy, but I'm grateful for everything that has been presented to me. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, today also you're dropping a YouTube video, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's in about an hour. And I realized that people like love to just chat with me and shoot the shit in the, uh, in the, in the comments. So it's going to be like a little live premiere so I can talk to the fans and, and give back and, and get their live reaction on the video. Yeah. That's so fun. So I actually, like I could talk to you forever, but I know you got that going on <laughs> and I'm going to give you a little bit yes, of time to yes. decompress and chill, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just want to say, I appreciate you for being on. You're welcome back anytime. And even like beyond this, Thank if you, you ever want to shoot the shit, I always uh, love your energy and, and everything. It's so great to see your face and Shoot Hell shit. yeah, I know, Sean. It's been way too long. We need to meet up. We got to do something before the summer's over. Summer's almost done. So we got to do something. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, off the off the air yeah. or whatever the next like 15 minutes yeah it's just us planning stuff. <laughs> yeah probably you know but uh but again you can google Lindsay ivan not ivan Lindsay. he's hell buried yeah. because <laughs> her career is rising poor old man hates her but uh oh God, probably i took over his page whoops but his art still pops up so hopefully people aren't buying his art thinking it's from me it's not from me <laughs> or if you guys want support the man as well get them both follow them both <laughs> or, you know yeah go ahead but let him know that Lindsay ivan sent you <laughs> hell yeah can we uh can we get your uh, epic you sign go. off uh <gasps> oh my god yes okay ready yeah. I've been your host, Lindsay Ivan, and I'll see you when I see ya. Hope you guys enjoyed that talk with Lindsay Ivan. I thoroughly had a blast catching up with her. And also listening back to this, I thought it was so adorable. Like, I didn't even know we both kind of had nervous energy to meet each other <laughs> when we were working in the same building. And uh, it's funny, even before we were formally introduced, it seems like we just became fans of each other's work. And <laughs> I don't know, that's just something that made me smile uh, listening to this one back. Because with my short time of working at Most Amazing, her and other handful of hosts there ended up just becoming dear people to me and uh even though like i mentioned i was there for a short time i feel like these people are are lifers now i'm always going to keep in touch and with that being said we're going to let you know when Lindsay's movie comes out because we are so excited and proud of her on that one yeah and before we go like always i gotta thank all you legends on the patreon First up, the co-producer, Jeremy Hopkin of Hopkin Design, the queen, Ola Mazuka of Sonic Fold, Amanda McKnight of Top 10 Nerd, Saber, Ramshi, Jenny Potter, Devin Staple, Ryan Watkins of Ryan Radio, Devin McBride, Ryan frickin' Campbell, and last but not least, Francis Coffer, aka my mom. If you'd also like to be a badass motherfucker and support raw, honest, independent media like The Creative Imbalance, you can go over to patreon.com slash The Creative Imbalance 
and at our lowest tier, which is $3 a month, you will get a shout out at the end of every episode and also get each and every one of these episodes uncut and early, literally immediately when I end the Zoom call with my guests. No edits, I just post it on the Patreon. You get everything. And beyond getting all that, you also get my love and appreciation. So thank you so much. I know it's been a while since I've done one of these episodes, but it's good to be back. Had to do some renovations because there might be some bigger opportunities in the future. And we're just trying to make this loose ship look really professional now. But uh, I want to thank all you OGs for rocking with me. We got more episodes coming for you real soon. And I will catch you next time. Ciao.